Fellas, fellas, what's going on? My name's Austin Abbott. Welcome back to Fade Consensus. How's everybody doing today? We drop episodes every single day, 5 a.m. Fellas, getting the YouTube page kicked off relatively soon. Big things are happening. Big things are happening every single day. Making some big purchases. Getting a camera soon, man. Getting a brand new desk. And yesterday's episode on the pod, we had Peter Howard, our first ever guest speaker on Fade Consensus Podcast. First ever guest speaker. Peter Howard's awesome, man. Go check out at PA Howdy. Love him, man. Love him. Great guy. Analytic God. Just a really cool dude. I'd love to grab a beer with him. Phyllis, today we're breaking down my top six wide receivers for redraft rankings. Top six wide receivers for 2021. And it's funny because Peter Howard, yesterday on the pod, literally was ranting about this player. It's Calvin Ridley. He is my wide receiver one for this season. I am so high on Calvin Ridley. I've been so high on him for about three years now, and this is the year. This is finally the year. Not that he breaks out. This is the year he is the wide receiver one overall. Pay attention. I'm going to hit y'all with some numbers real quick. Calvin Ridley, 12 targets a game without Julio Jones. You multiply that by 17 games. We're in a 17-game season now. Do me a favor. 12 times 17, what do you get? Break out your calculators. 204 targets. Is that going to happen next year? No, of course not. Of course not. But fellas, this is a type of upside. This is a type of volume. This is a type of target share that Calvin Ridley commands. He led the NFL last season with over 2,000, 2,042 to be exact, 2,042 air yards, 22.6 points per game in the 19 career games with eight plus targets. 19 games, fellas. That's a pretty big sample size. That, that's over a year's worth, right? Fellas, eight plus targets. Do me a favor. How many targets do you think Calvin Ridley is going to get next year on average, like each game? It's going to be over eight, right? And, and when he gets eight targets, man, he averages 22 and a half points per game. Calvin Ridley is a smash, man. He is the number one wide receiver next season. My rankings were released August 17th, so like a little bit over a week ago. Again, Calvin Ridley, number one wide receiver, fellas. Do not miss this player. Last season, he averaged just under 20 points per game. He was he was going literally in like round four. You could have gotten him very easily, man. And and he finished wide receiver five, uh, wide receiver six overall. Calvin Ridley is just an alpha man. And with Julio Jones gone, I mean, the sky is the sky's the limit, man. That's about it, though, man. I don't, I don't have a whole lot more to say about Calvin Ridley. I mean, look at his competition. You have literally Russell Gage. Uh, that's about it, man. You got you got you know the top tier. Big dog himself, Kyle Pitts, second coming of Jesus Christ. I get it. He's a stud. He's an alpha. He's, he's going to get a ton of touchdowns. He could catch eight to ten touchdowns this year. And I, I would say, yeah, I uh, I saw that coming, man. Anyway, Calvin Ridley, last thing I really want to mention about him, Matthew Ryan. Matt Ryan, his quarterback, has thrown for over 4,000 yards 10 seasons in a row. He's good for basically 4,500 4, passing yards a season. Calvin Ridley is going to get the lion's share of that. Fellas, do not fade Calvin Ridley. The receptions are going to go up. The yards will go up. The targets are going to... Uh, literally everything. The touch, everything. Calvin Ridley also has always been able to do one thing, and one thing that Julio could never do, and that's find the end zone. Calvin Ridley has it all. Draft Calvin Ridley. Thank me later. Fellas, I love y'all. I love Calvin Ridley more. My wide receiver two on the season, Stephon Diggs. Listen up, man. Stephon Diggs, 127 reception. Led the NFL in receptions and targets last year. Stephon Diggs literally, literally had 40, 40 more receptions than Tyreek Hill last season. 40 more receptions. Literally let that sink in, fellas. Josh Allen is not... Listen, listen, listen. 
Josh Allen is not as good as Patrick Mahomes, but he is darn close, right? That window is shrinking. That he he's really close for real NFL purposes and fantasy purposes, right? You can make an argument he's he's more valuable than Mahomes in fantasy. Listen, you don't just accidentally have 40 more catches than another player, right? If Tyreek Hill did not fall in the end zone a hundred times last season, I think it was 15 to be exact. If that doesn't happen, right, which is very, very possible, if that doesn't happen, fellas, and I always preach. Touchdowns are not a, a sticky stat, right? They they don't translate, like they don't transfer over to the following seasons. They are very random. They're here and there, and they're very random, fellas. Tyreek Hill will likely regress in touchdowns, and we're talking about Stephon Diggs right now. I don't mean to bring in and compare Tyreek Hill, but all I'm saying is, is Stephon Diggs has no competition with Josh Allen, right? Tyreek Hill is competing against the best tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey, catching 100 balls, having 12, 1,300 plus yards and 10 plus touchdowns, right? Literally, Stephon Diggs is fighting against like Dawson Knox and Gabriel Davis. Like, like this is the comparison I'm trying to make, right? And again, I'm not trying to compare him. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that Stephon Diggs is kind of being slept on, fellas. He's my wide receiver too. You don't accidentally, you do not accidentally have 127 receptions, 166 targets, 1,535 yards and eight touchdowns. Like that doesn't happen on accident. This kid's a stud. This kid needs more respect on his name. He is my wide receiver too, fellas. I love Stephon Diggs this season. He was wide receiver three last year. And maybe the icing on the cake, here we go. The Bills brought in nobody. I mean, you look at their run game, right? Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, high key, both of them suck. Then you got like Matt Burita. Their run game sucks, man. It's gonna be one. They're gonna be one dimensional, and they're gonna, Buffalo's gonna win a lot of football games next year. But they're gonna be one dimensional. You got Cole Beasley, Jake Kumaro, Gabriel Davis, Stephen Sims, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, dude, they literally brought in nobody relevant. Nobody is going to give Stephon Diggs a run for his money. That's it, man. That is it. Buffalo Bills offense will be awesome. They were third in passing yards last year, second in total offense. I mean, third in touchdowns, fourth in passing touchdowns, first in red zone, fifth in red zone percentage. Fellas, I mean, I I could rant all day. Buffalo's offense is going to be full go. They're going to be full send. They're going to be awesome. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, again, even though they they may regress in some some categories because they were just so hot last season, fellas, they're still going to be money this season. They're going to be money. Third wide receiver off the board, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams had 18 touchdowns last season in about 13 games, right? What was it, like 13 and a half games? He kind of missed like two and a half games. But that didn't even matter because that's how good he is, man. He was wide receiver one last season, 149 targets, 115 receptions. Had he played a full season, he could have really surpassed, he he likely would have surpassed Devon Diggs in, in targets and in receptions. 1,374 yards last season. That is exactly the same amount of receiving yards that Calvin Ridley had. I found that funny. 18 touchdowns. Again, like, like that is just such an unbelievable number. But, but, And I always say touchdowns aren't sticky, but they are for Devontae Adams, right? They, they are for Calvin Ridley too, man. Devontae Adams has had 12, 10, 13, 18. Dude, he always finds the end zone. Honest to God, I expect him to catch like 110 passes this year. He should have over 1,300 yards, and he should probably have 12 to 13 touchdowns, right? He could very easily have more than that. I'm just trying to be conservative because 18 last season was so crazy. I mean, that was one of the greatest seasons of all time. And, and just to give you an idea of how good, just how good Devontae Adams was last season, he was number one in the NFL, in the history of the NFL in terms of most fantasy points per on a per game basis. He he was better than Jerry Rice. That's how good he was. He averaged 26.1 fantasy points a game. 
So literally think about this. You, you plug him into your lineup 13, 14 times out of the year last season, he would average 26.1 points per game. And he left a few games early. Fellas, that, that means his average was legitimately like 28, 29 points per game, like when he was healthy, when he was playing. And the best part of all of this is Aaron Rodgers, his sidekick, his, his boy, he's back. He's literally back, dude. He's back for, you know, maybe one season, right? They, they I don't know what the future holds. But for redraft purposes, oh my God, Devontae Adams and, and Aaron Rodgers, dude, they're going to be money once again. You look at the wide receivers. It's Alan Lazard, Equinemius St. Brown, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who low-key might be the two. Uh, Devin Funches literally just, just found out today that he's done for the year, not that he was relevant. They got Randall Cobb back, and they have Amari Rodgers, right? Those are really the only two additions, Randall Cobb and Amari Rodgers. Fellas, nothing is going to be different. Everything you saw last season will likely... For the most part, be be very very similar to, to to you know just just in terms of outcome situation everything man Devontae Adams Aaron Rodgers money for fantasy money for dynasty fellas to to be honest with y'all if, if Devontae Adams finishes the wide receiver one again no I would not be the I would not even be slightly surprised man he's he's that good my wide receiver four Tyreek Hill. Let me start out with the two negative things about Tyreek Hill, and then we'll be super, super positive. I love Tyreek Hill. Stud. Great, great player proven. Every single season dominates. Two bad things. You got Travis Kelsey, right, who, who's going to command a very high target share, get plenty of volume, receptions, touchdowns, yada, 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 yards, whatever. The other negative thing about Tyreek Hill, honest to God, man, it's the receptions. You got low-key kind of worried, man. Listen, listen, listen. 87 receptions last season. That was the most he's ever had. The previous year, he had 58. 87, 75, 61. I love Tyreek Hill. He's a god. Patrick Mahomes is a god. They are some of the best players in the entire league for NFL purposes and real and for fantasy purposes as well. But but volume, man, volume. He has to be super efficient, which he's been. Tyreek Hill is always efficient. But he has to continue that, right? And I don't know if that's always going to be sustainable. Like if Tyreek Hill finished the year as wide receiver seven. I would, I would look back and be like, yeah, that makes sense. I get it because he's probably going to catch 80, 85 passes this season. And, and you know, that, that's not usually good enough to be like a top two, top three wide receiver. But it was last season. You know why? Not because of the yards because he had, he, had he had under 1,300 yards. It was because of the touchdowns, man. He had 15 touchdowns through the air, and then he had two on the ground, right, because he does some jet sweeps. You know, he occasionally he runs the ball as well. He's so fast, whatever, shuffle pass, whatever it is, man. Tyreek Hill. 17 touchdowns last year. That's likely not going to happen again. And and I just said the same thing about Devontae Adams, right? He's not going to have 18 touchdowns again, but you got to remember, Devontae Adams caught 115 passes last year, right? He he does that, right? He catches a ton of balls. Tyreek Hill, he just had his best season ever, and it was 87 receptions, right? Like, like that number is likely going to come down a little bit. So, so when you factor in the receptions that will likely decline, when you factor in the touchdowns that are definitely going to decline, I have Tyreek Hill as my wide receiver for. I love him. He's still going to be a top-tier wide receiver. He's still going to be capable of having you know the most unbelievable upside where he drops 55 fantasy points in a single week. That's who Tyreek Hill is. Tyreek Hill, is, he's, he's a consistent, successful, extremely efficient and proven wide receiver. And he's going to be that next year, man. I'm just, I'm just saying I think he's going to not be disappointing. I, I, just, I have him as my wide receiver for. And people are going to get all bummed and butthurt. But, like, look, man. Go listen, Go literally go play back the past five minutes. Think about everything I just said. Think about the volume. Think about the targets. Think about the touchdown regression. Fellas, Tyreek Hill is still a stud. Don't get butthurt. I love Tyreek Hill. My wide receiver five, and this is the hottest take. This is the spiciest take I have in my entire rankings, and I mean this. I'm going to say it with my chest. My wide receiver five is C.D. Lamb. 
Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to hit you guys with some facts. Just do me a favor. Before you freak out, listen to me. C.D. Lamb played five games, the first five games of his career with Dak Prescott, okay? Those are the only five games he's played. In those five games, he was wide receiver 10. Remember, he was a rookie. Those were literally the first five times he ever, ever stepped foot on an NFL field, and he was a top 10 fantasy wide receiver, okay? So now that he's more polished, now that he has a full year under his belt, proven NFL success, for me to move him up five more spots, is that crazy? Yeah, probably is, but I'm that high on C.D. Lamb. You look at the games that C.D. Lamb played with Dak Prescott. Here we go. The first game, he had 60 yards, five receptions, six targets. Listen, listen, listen. The next game, nine targets, seven targets, seven, 11, 11. Fellas, C.D. Lamb was money weeks one through six. He, he was money the whole season, right? For, for a rookie wide receiver, over 1,000 total purpose yards, Again, he had 60 yards as in his first game of the NFL. The second game, 106 yards, 65, 79, 124. He was so good with Dak. He was on pace for 1,340 yards. You know who had 1,400 yards just more than that? Was every who everyone loses their mind over, Justin Jefferson. Fellas, I'm here to tell you I love Justin Jefferson. CeeDee Lamb is going to be better in Dynasty, and I honest to God think he's going to be better in Redraft. Yes, I know. It's a hot take. I get it. And I, I don't like putting out hot takes just for, like, clout or anything. I don't do that. I mean this, man. I'm saying it with my chest. C.D. Lamb is a different type of special, man. He only had two touchdowns with Dak. He only, he only had two touchdowns with Dak. Okay, so when you look at these fantasy points, you, you got to remember, like, he was a top 10 wide receiver off of only two touchdowns through the first five weeks. That number is likely going to go up. And when that number goes up, when he's better next season, when he's more polished, when the situation, when the when Dallas's offense is clicking, when they are better, they're going to be more fluid, more fluent. Dude, C.D. Lamb is a different type of animal, man. You don't understand. C.D. Lamb was unbelievable in college. Six foot two, 190 pounds. He was wide receiver 22 on the season. 111 targets, 74 receptions, 935 yards. Again, he had over 1,000 total purpose yards because he had some rushing yards. Fellas, he's going to be better next season. He had five total touchdowns. Remember, that number, just like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, their touchdowns going to go up astronomically next season. Remember that. I told y'all, remember that. C.D. Lamb cannot miss type of player, and he looks incredible. Let me just say, he looks incredible on hard knocks, and I don't know if it's a hot take anymore. He's better. He is better than Amari Cooper. A lot of people don't want to hear it. A lot of people don't want to look in the mirror and address it and realize that that's actually a true statement. Fellas, you watch this season. Somebody, literally someone shoot me a DM right now at Austin Abbott FF on Twitter. Shoot me a DM. I will bet you. I will literally bet you that C.D. Lamb finishes with more fantasy points than Amari Cooper. If you want to bet me, literally just go DM me. Fellas, I don't care. I take Venmo. I'm going to take your money by the end of the season. C.D. Lamb is the truth. Don't forget it. A healthy Dak and C.D. Lamb. That's a scary sight for defenses. And final thing I want to say, Dallas' defense still stinks. They still stink. So you know what that means. Garbage time. Dak's going to be throwing more. Cowboys offense is going to be putting up stupid numbers. It's going to happen again, man. It's going to happen. And the biggest beneficiary of it all, it's C.D. Lamb, man. It is C.D. motherfucker. C.D. Lamb. My wide receiver six, before we get out of here, the final wide receiver, fellas, it's DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is someone I'm always sleeping on. He's someone I don't draft often, and, and I don't have a reason for y'all. I don't know why I don't draft him. This man's going to be a walk-in Hall of Famer, 29 years old, 6'1", 212. DeAndre Hopkins was wide receiver four last season. I have him as my wide receiver six. He had 160 targets, okay? That is six less 
than Stephon Diggs, who led the league last season. DeAndre Hopkins had 115 receptions, the same exact number that Devontae Adams had. He had 1,407 yards, six touchdowns. The touchdowns are going to go up, man. Whether you like it or not, DeAndre Hopkins will score more than six touchdowns next year. The receptions, the targets, the yards, they're all going to be money next season. Look, look at what the Cardinals have done this offseason, right? Kyler has his main weapon in DeAndre Hopkins, and then all of a sudden now they got the second guy. It's going to be Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore or Christian Kirk, whoever you want to say their true wide receiver to is, it may already be Moore. And look, there's a lot to like about Moore, man. He's explosive. He's the epitome of explosive. He's strong. He's fa- He's unbelievably strong. Fast. You name it, dude. Beast at Purdue. I mean, incredible breakout age as a freshman. We'll call it like 100,000 receptions. Something something like maybe 200,000 receptions. I forget the exact number. It was stupid. It might have been 114. I don't know. You go fact check me. Fellas, this kid's special. This kid's very, very talented. But by no means is he going to give DeAndre Hopkins a hard time next year. By no means is he going to really cut into his total target share. DeAndre Hopkins is the alpha here. He has been the alpha for literally every single year of his career. I mean, you look at the past four seasons, he's been wide receiver 4-4-2-1 overall. He's been a top four wide receiver four years in a row. That's all I got. That's all I got today, fellas. I love y'all. This is Fade Consensus Podcast. I appreciate y'all for listening. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we are breaking down wide receivers 7-12. to 12. I got to get to bed, man. I got a desk coming in soon, hopefully. I got my I got my new bed coming in. Fellas, I am buying a camera. Fellas, we're doing big things over Fade Consensus Podcast. It's going to be, I'm trying to drop a YouTube video every single day. And I'm hoping in like a month from today, man. I really hope that's a reality. I am getting a brand new setup. I, I'm getting props. I'm getting a lot for my room, dude. It's going to be dope. I'm going to put up some pictures on Twitter. Y'all really, really like it. Throw me a follow at Austin Abbott FF. I love y'all. I'll see y'all. I'm getting out of here. Peace.